Hey, this is Road Time. I'm Bryce Hansen, and I'm your host of this little shindig. I spend a lot of time on the road, and, well, I have a lot of conversations with myself. This happens to you too, right? Now, here, take a listen. Good morning, good afternoon, or good night, roadies. What is happening? What is going on? Big news in the road time world. I'm speaking to you from a new chariot. That's right, road time. Like I said, it's all about being on the road, and now I have a new whip to be on the road. It is new to me. Previously, I came to you from the number one selling truck in the United States for 87 years. No, I'm kidding. It's not 87, but you get the point. Now, my wonderful wife and I made the decision that although a truck is everything and more, it makes sense for us to be in a an explorer. So I am now in a Silver Explorer Charcoal Rims 2021. How are you? I already missed the truck real bad. But at the same time, that's spoiled brat syndrome, right? Kind of hard to complain without being a complete spoiled brat, brat from going to a truck, an F-150 to a... I almost just said down to an Explorer, which, yeah, it's down in size, but... Obviously, quality is still there, and I'm still a lucky son of a bitch. So, what am I going to do? But I wanted to give you that update off the top. Let's run the new chariot. Same guy, same show, new whip. New year, new me. Anyway, today, going to talk about one of the secret hidden obstacles of parenting that no one talks to you about, no one tells you about. FYI, if you're not a parent, there's a laundry list of things that no one tells you. And sometimes I want to share some of them, but other times it's like I had to figure them out for my own. I had to figure it out for myself. Why am I going to share this, you know, little nugget with you? Huh. That's just something I had to figure out. Like, they tell you after it happens at the hospital, but your baby's first couple poops after they are born seems like you need to send them straight to the ER. It is a black tar that you could, like, seal coat your driveway with. This stuff is nasty. This stuff is raunchy. And, yeah, I'm, I'm not kidding. You could seal... You know the guy in the infomercials, Flex Seal? how they like seal up that screen door and put on the bottom of the boat and then he goes for a weird, very cheesy canoe ride down a river. Well, if you ran low on seal coat, you could use your baby's first couple poops after they're born. I don't even know. It is like an alien compound. This stuff is disgusting. But no one tells you that until after the first time it happens and you look like you have seen a ghost while you're supposed to be looking down at this beautiful gift, this beautiful blessing, and a nurse finally notices that you look shocked and appalled. And then they say, oh yeah, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. 
that happens, don't worry about it. Well, thanks for the heads up. Anyway, when your kids get a little older, there's a part of parenthood that no one explains to you. And it it's a tough game. And I'm talking about disciplining other kids. Uh, like your friends or your children's friends disciplining them because obviously the leash is going to be a little bit longer right I have a very I, I have a set expectation with my boys they know what it is and I know what it is my wife and I are extremely consistent actually we are like very different disagree on basically everything um, except for parenting. We agree on parenting, which, I mean, if I had to pick one, I guess I would take that over, like, agreeing on movies. But anyway, boys know the expectation. No is no, yes is yes, right? Like a lot of people, we have a three-strike rule. You know, we're on the same page, we get it. Now, entering one of their friends... I don't know if my expectations are in alignment with what they experience. So naturally, the leash is a little bit longer. Plus, if it's someone else's kid, you think it's funny. If it's your kid, you're horrified, right? Like if they pick up a chicken finger at a restaurant and, you know, I don't know, throw it. That's hilarious. That's really, really funny unless it's your son or daughter. And then it's horrifying and you want to, uh, you know, give them a backhand, which you definitely can't do because that's messed up, but you want to. And you also just want to get up and leave and, like, leave the waitress uh, two bills. Be like, sorry for everything. We're out of here. I don't want anything else. Don't bring out the lava cake. Don't want it. Didn't need it to begin with, but definitely don't want it, so just leave it. I'm not worried about it. But anyway, so you have a longer leash, with other kids with your kids friends and that so if they're doing something you don't like you can tell them but if they don't listen it's like I you know are they are they testing boundaries just with me because I'm 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 down to play that game I played that game a bunch is this again do their parents just have a different approach than what I do so there's a little more back and forth there's a little more conversation instead of yes and no the other really tough thing is like when when you're at like a party, like specifically birthday party, because there are times at a birthday party where you are just talking to other parents. There are also times at a birthday party where for all intents and purposes, you are running the daycare. And by that, I mean you are there at the bounce house. You're one of like two parents who are at the bounce house watching all of the kids. So you have an inherent responsibility. That's even more awkward because your son is being a little shit but you're over there not really watching and I gotta ask him to stop and he's not stopping so now it's time to lay down the law right now it's time to lay down my iron fist but in the back of my head you're over there so that's really your job to come do so then it's like that you can't go all in as much as you want because half of you just wants to go tell you know Susan that you know little little Tim is being a punk the other party just wants him to stop because everyone would agree you can't just like 
push over a kid and sit on his face. That's just not okay. Again, yes, funny, but now you're being a bully. And trust me, if you haven't experienced it, this is way harder and more conflicting than you think. It just is. Because now, now you're stuck and no one likes being stuck. We don't like being stuck in elevators. We don't like being stuck at the airport. We don't like being stuck in line. We don't like being stuck to your baby's two-day, you know, your two-day-old baby's poop. We definitely don't like being stuck to that. We don't like being stuck, and now you're stuck and conflicted. Because as soon as you lay down the law, then part of it's like, ugh. I don't know if I went too far. Also, no one wants to be a Karen except for Karens, right? Because there's there's that mom who, like, the way she tells you she doesn't agree with what your son is doing is by speaking so loud that you can hear her instead of just talking to me, right? Like, oh, Hayden, I really don't think we should be doing that. Listen up, Karen, how about you just come to me and tell me that? Because the whole damn party can hear you. I get you have an issue. I'm not judging yet because I don't know what he is doing or isn't doing, but maybe... I don't know. Maybe don't scream it across the room. There's no manager here to complain to. All right? And I don't know. Just ask him to stop. I don't know what goes on in in your house. And again, believe me, teach their own, so no judgment. I don't know what goes on in your house, but in my house, no means no. Ask someone to stop means that they stop. And if one of my boys doesn't, as we ask them once, yeah, elevate that shit. They'll, They'll respond. Because they know that's how it works. But don't talk to me through talking to my children. God, that's a pet peeve of mine. But anyway, that just brings it back to... Oh, I, like he really... Because I'm, I'm down for roughhousing. I get it. Yeah, we got to hold kids accountable because kids are always more capable of anything we give them credit for at any age, I think. They're way more perceptive. They get what's going on. (coughs) Excuse me. So I'm all game and down with like letting kids try to figure stuff out. If there's an argument at a party, not going to jump right in. Let's see how they do. You know, let's see how these three, four-year-olds figure this out. Because when this happens 14 years from now again, when they're 18 or 20 years or 30 years, I mean, I'm, I'm sure as hell not going to be there to help them figure it out. That's on you. So you come up with those skills, right? To function in a group. Conflict resolution. How are we going to work this out together? To have someone disagree with you to your face. And now you have to, A, figure out how to cope with that emotion and B, figure out a way to get your point across and have people buy into what you want, which is a super important skill. I'm not talking about being like a snake oil salesman, but that is an important skill in life is to get others to buy into what you want. You get farther that way. So of course I'm not gonna jump right in, but then if shit starts hitting the fan, all right, cool, you're five, you did, you know, 
y'all did what you could. Now it's time for the grown-up to step in. I'm going to let you know that, you know, I mean, we can't go right just to, like, punch him in the face because he didn't want to give you your favorite Nerf gun. Trust me, that happens all the time. Um, oh, also, second thing no one tells you, um, if you are going to get into the Nerf gun world, just buy all of the bullets. Okay, just all of them. If you're going to get a couple Nerf guns, just go and buy a few packs of only the Nerf bullets. Maybe they're called Nerf darts. I don't know. Seriously, get a hundred of them. Yeah, it makes a catastrophic mess. It looks like it rained bullets, but come on. You really think that the 12 that come with that gun is going to work? You know how quick you shoot 12 of those things? Come on. Anyway, so those are two little hints for you. Um, you know, if, if you have kids that age or if you're maybe going to have kids, but anyway, yeah. So step in, let them know. Can't just punch them in the face and then try to take care of it. But then sometimes that kid is just being that kid, that troublemaker. He's, he is out for blood. All he wants is a rise out of everyone. He's being a bully and that's the kid that's awkward because you got to figure it out somehow. Somehow, some way, we got to figure this out. And then I got to lay into you a little bit, and then you're not listening. So now I have to raise my voice, but I'm raising my voice at a, at, at, a, at a kid who I don't really know. Like maybe this is the second time I've ever seen you in my life, but I have to raise my voice, and now all the parents are staring, and then their parents come over, and hopefully their parents are on the same page as I am with parenting, but God forbid they're a little softer. Now I have to get into a conversation with the parent that I don't want to be in. Like, hey, uh, you know, we don't really talk to Timmy that way. Well, Timmy's a shit. So I had to, I had to pick. I did what I could. You can correct that or you can draw out your, his feelings about my interaction with him when we get home. Those are the ones that's tough. Obviously, if they're good friends, it takes a village to raise a child. Um... So I have no problem doing that with any of those kids, right? Like the best friends, that's easy. We can lay into them if we need to, right? Come on, man. You know we don't act that way at this house. We love having you here. If you act that way, you can't come here. That's an easy conversation. It's those ones like at the playground where the other parents are there, but they're not getting up and saying anything even though this is like the 1500th time he's thrown wood chips you know, at other kids. It's like the, come on, like, are you going to say anything? Holy shit, they're not going to say anything. What do we do? Those are the moments I'm talking about. It's just, it's just different. But, you know, we, uh, we just work it out. That's all I got for us, I guess, right? I mean, just, just work it out. But those are the tough ones. That's an even better example, actually, than the birthday party. It's the playground. That drives the home. That drives the point home a little more. You got the playground. Got the kid walking around who obviously doesn't, you know, socialize too much outside of school. And they're just being a dick. That's all it is to it, which happens. I'm definitely a dick sometimes. Sometimes you're in a bad mood. But if that happens, you got to have someone who's going to call it like they see it. And if their parents are just over there ripping their Mountain Dew or Dunkin' Donuts coffee or so in love with their phone that they're not looking up, that's when it gets tough. Because like, come on, say something to your son. 
right? Like, your daughter can't do that. Say something. Because now you're making me say something to a stranger. I don't want to do that, especially to a stranger's kid. I don't want to say that to a stranger kid. It's like, no, we don't do that. So then you resort to talking to your own child to hopefully make the other child hear it. It's Anyway, if you haven't experienced it yet, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when you get there. Um, and if you have experience, you know exactly what I'm talking about right now. But at the end of the day, I guess what I have now talked myself into the conclusion of, and I'm going to do this moving forward, is I'm just going to say something to the child because it's his behavior and mom and dad aren't always going to be there anyway. And if they're not even paying attention now, they certainly aren't going to pay attention later. So they're going to have people calling them out for the rest of their lives that are strangers. So that'll get them used to that. And I mean, what's more important? Having someone I don't know, you know, kind of pissed because the guy at the playground yelled at their son or someone getting hit in the face with a wood chip. Getting hit in the eye with a wood chip. So, deep breath. I guess at the end of the day, yeah. Just be an adult. Be a dad. Take care of what you need to take care of. Your family's most important. Everyone else, you know, can kind of take a, a back seat at the playground. I hope you found this helpful because I'm not going to lie. This was really helpful for me. I just came to a conclusion about something that I've always been, like, conflicted with on the inside. Like, ugh, I don't want to be that guy. I'm just going to be that guy. But not like a Karen. I'm going to lay down the law in whatever way we need to, and then we'll move on. Speaking of moving on, go get a move on with your day. And go crush it, baby. Have some fun. Do you. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.